time for Declare Your Independence with Ernest Hancock. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! Las Vegas right now. Oh, viva Las Vegas, baby. But we pulled over and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to make sure we got good signal. You know, hope we got good enough. We might, we're going to be interviewing David Horowitz. Now, this is, you know, for, yeah, oh, man, the, the bio is so long. And the main thing that I was excited about talking to David is this. David is, his name comes up. Uh, when there's any uh, political campaign coming up, it's political season, selection season. You're looking on the uh, cable channels and the news of blah, blah. David Horowitz has an opinion about something. Why? Because he wrote books. You know, he's, he's you know, born in 39. He's the same age my father would have been. And uh, I was born in 61. So by the time I'm born, you know, you know, he's already seeing how the world really works. And started writing a bunch of books. And he's seen as uh, the, the new left, whatever the hell that means. Now, it's come to where, you know, um, um, he later rejected progressive ideas, you know, for became a defender of neoconservatism, whatever the hell that is. So this keeps, everything keeps changing. Who do we ask? Who do we talk to to explain to us what these terms even mean anymore? Who we're up against? What the proper role of government is? How have people's ideals and ideas changed to evolve their relationship with government? And what about wars and threat of wars? And, of course, we got the Supreme Court changing a lot, and we have the abortion issue, and we got Second Amendment stuff coming up, and we got free speech and the Internet. Things have changed. Uh, David Horowitz on the sidelines reporting on and getting involved a little bit, and we're going to learn something today. So I'm going to have, David, do me a favor, man. I need you to give your definition. I, I look at, it goes from the left to the right to the conservative, new conservative come in. Everybody either loves you or hates you at one time or another, okay? So I want you to define yourself, where you come from, where we're going. We'll get into all the details. Go ahead, will you, David? Sure. I was raised by card-carrying communists who wanted Stalin to win the Cold War. I was one of the founders of the New Left in the 60s. Um, And I got off the um, leftist bus when the Black Panther Party, the Black Panthers, murdered my friend, Betty Van Patter, who was 42 years old and the mother of three children. They murdered her because they were a criminal operation and she she was, they had hired her as a bookkeeper on my recommendation. She, it, I was editing the largest magazine of the left at the time. 
and uh, she was my bookkeeper. And what year uh, was this? I believed our own propaganda. That was my mistake. This she was murdered in 1973. Four is when her body was discovered. She disappeared in December 1973, and um, her body was found floating in the San Francisco Bay uh, in February 1974. And the Vietnamese communists um, drove America out thanks to the agitations of the left, which lied and said it was an anti-war left. It was an anti-American left. Um, when the communists took over, they proceeded to slaughter two and a half million Indo-Chinese peasants. There wasn't one demonstration by the left against this. There never was an anti-war movement, and it was an evil movement. And that's when I got off the boat. I don't want to be part of Okay, now let's go. Let's go a little bit before that. This is, that's and you just skipped to the end when you made the break. That's that's good. But a decade before that, you had gone to Sweden, you know, and you began, you know, writing the free. Yeah, I wrote a book called "The Free World Colossus" about American imperialism, and that was used as a kind of handbook in the anti-so-called war left. Well, I kind of uh, endeared you with the left. I, I believed that. I believed. In our cause, I thought we were saving the world, um, and we were for social justice and everything. And did they actually use those words then? Social justice. I had a book called "The Cry for Social Justice" on my parents' shelf, written by Upton Sinclair. Ooh, Upton Old Sinclair phrase. was the Jungle Guy, right? You got it. The Jungle was a book about. Um, Exploitation of workers. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. The the um the jungle was like there was a lot of required reading back in the 60s and 70s when I was a little kid. You know, in the 70s, you're you're along with uh, you know high school driver's ed, red asphalt kind of crap. You're reading. You know, uh, 1984, Brave New World. You're looking, you know, The Jungle, Upton Sinclair. And The Jungle was about the meat packing business in Chicago and how the workers were exploited by the big business. And they would, you know, you know uh, uh, farm, you know, what do they call them, uh, industrial towns. of where You get the house and then, yep, yeah, there's no uh, workers' compensation for you. You got hurt and boom, the house goes to somebody else. would exploit the next family. So this had a big impact on a lot of things. Matter of fact, I gave a speech on, you know, the meat packing and how much are we willing to spend on a pound of whatever for how many rat hairs I don't want at it. I mean, you know, there's a lot of these trade-offs of what these kind of progressive attitudes and laws and regulations came in from these books. So you grew up, you know, with certainly from the left parents, you kind of get embraced the proper rule of government was to, to what? To help regulate, stop that? Uh, Capitalists exploiting the people in the imperialist wars of oh, whatever. Every every left every leftist wants the government to rearrange everything, don't they? To control everything. You can't be on the left without. I have a website, a frontpagemagazine.com, and frontpagemagazine.com is that is that right? Yes. Okay. Frontpagemagazine.com. So get your props. Go ahead. See, the motto is, inside every progressive is a totalitarian screaming to get out. Right. 
So you came to that conclusion, you know, from the murder of your a hard way, a hard way. Yeah. Well, and all my friends turned against me. When I, I mean, I knew the Panthers had murdered her. Um, they didn't believe me. They they kept saying the white power structure did it. So the white demons did it. <laughs> okay, now now let's go ahead. I want to examine this shit. It's embarrassing. Was it that one instance and all of a sudden all your other ideology came crashing no, down too? As I said, wait, no, as I said, it happened at the same time as the Vietnam War. Uh, the United States withdrew because of the protests at home. And there wasn't a single demonstration when the communists proceeded to slaughter all those peasants that the left lied and saying it cared about. You know, you know, there was a picture of Madame Bin, if you remember the time, on every college wall. Um, she disappeared after the North Vietnamese conquered the South. Nobody asked about her. Nobody gave a damn. Um, and who was she? So she was a uh, South Vietnamese Liberation Front. Whatever it doesn't really doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but when I I said this was an evil movement, it lied in saying it was anti-war when it was anti-American. Didn't care about the communist war. Didn't care about the slaughter carried out by the communists. No, it was a tool. Okay, let me go ahead and, and mention nothing's this. Really, nothing's really changed. Yeah, Joe, Joe Biden on the television oh, today. That's exactly what I wanted to get to. Let me go ahead and preface it. to care about gun violence, which is ridiculous. Guns don't commit violence. People do. But even so, he doesn't give a damn about guns. This Just this last week, a black rapper shot a cop and was released. No jail time. Did Joe Biden get upset? No, because that's not what it's about. It's all about power. Okay, now this is the point and that I want to get. Why does he want power? It's worse than that. Why does Joe Biden, why, why does he lie every single day? Because he was time? told to. That's his job. No, what, what, no he, he does it to accumulate power. And what is the power for? To line his corrupt criminal pockets. It's a crime family, the Biden family, just like the Clinton family. All right, we got plenty of time, Big David. Time. I'm going to let you make sure you get all your points out. But I want to kind of follow this, you know, through to, you know, where we are now, because you're getting to that point. Here we have. Go ahead. I have yeah, here, here we have um, um, them using war to justify more power, using crisis, you know, COVID, whatever it is, to get more power, like you're saying. I'm not sure. By of course, he wants more power and money and corruption. They, they, they are such totalitarians. They want to control everybody's life. Not only that, he's in the process of surrendering it to the Chinese communists for crying out tears, who are the lowest of the low. And then we got the Who treaty thing coming up. We're gonna get to all this. They climbed ten thousand. My image of the communists, the Chinese communists, is that they they sent their military to climb ten thousand and probably twenty thousand foot peaks to destroy monasteries that had been there for thousands of years. That's how disgusting the Chinese are, and Biden is in their pocket. 
this is you know, we're going to get to all this. I want to get to the philosophy that has been engaging over the time. When they use these kinds of wars and pestilence and whatever to gain more power, we're up against whom? What? Where is, you know, this is an ideology or is it a country? Is there, you know, uh, uh, there's using that for the banks? I mean, oh, you know. No. It's, of course it's an ideology. Okay, which Democrat is. Democrat Party, the, the new left, left that I was part of. Entered the Democrat Party. We hated the Democrats in the 60s. But in 1972, they marched behind Tom Hayden and Jane Fonda. All these radicals who wanted to burn the system down marched into the Democrat Party and spent the next 50 years taking it over. With Barack Obama, they had one of their own um, as as a successful candidate who became president. So we now have basically a communist party. It's a criminal party in Washington. Um, it doesn't really make any bones about being criminal. It's destroyed our southern border. It's letting millions of people, every two million uh, illegals that come into this country, um, for every two million, there are 730,000 in U.S. prisons. Um, there are a million uh, uh, criminal drug deals. There are 130,000 sexual assaults. There are 30,000 murders. People don't talk about this, but that, that's how criminal Biden is. He has no legal basis for what he did by executive order. Um, okay, yeah, David, let me go ahead, let me go ahead and preface some things and they, here. And they want to control... They have surrendered to the Chinese, to this WHO organization, which is headed by a terrorist. Tedros is a, he's a terrorist. Yeah. He's on a terrorist list. And he's just a tool of the Chinese. And they're going to let him, they're going to let the World Health Organization, which is controlled by communist China, decide who, what's an epidemic, and, and what measures to take, and who gets treated first, and who gets locked down. That's all going to be put in the hands of the Chinese communists by Joe Biden. Okay. Now, this is where, this is where let me go ahead and preface You're a libertarian. That. David, let me, let me go ahead. Wait, 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 David. Let me go ahead and preface this, because I want to get to something. All this on Freedoms Phoenix, we cover all this every day. There's 70 headlines a day on all the stuff that you're talking about. Man, you don't have to convince us. You're preaching to the choir. But what you uniquely have is an historical perspective from the shifts from the beginning. And when we, in 2000, let me finish, in 2006, as we're there at, um, you know, Baby Bush's ranch and Cindy Sheehan was doing, you know, Camp Casey and all this kind of stuff, move on. They were all about anti-war, I know, anti-war, 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 Right up until Pelosi gets in, let me finish, let me finish, I'll let you monologue me. They go ahead and have Obama, they're already starting a campaign for Obama coming to no eight. Pelosi gets in there, boom, they vote for another $80 billion for Iraq. They do all this stuff, she becomes Speaker of the House. I need to know, from your perspective, from, you know, the... 50s, 60s, 70s, you have all this. Where's the anti-war movement when you really need them? 
and I'm going, they always, you can count on the left to go, peace, 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 but it's a tool. There is no anti-war movement. Thank you. You know, there And David Horowitz said. (laughs) You saw Hacksaw Ridge. This is a great film if you haven't seen it. I've seen it. That's about an anti-war Okay, there's a hero who who was a conscientious objector and was anti-war, you know, just trying to save people. But there's no anti-war movement. There never has been in this country. It's always been an anti-American movement. Okay, let's talk about that. This is where I wanted to go. Because now we're going into Ukraine. I got every Democrat wants to go to a nuclear war. Okay, (laughs) why? Who are we up against? I'm I'm deviating. Go ahead. We're up against Putin, and we want him to lose. It would be horrible if lose. Yeah, I mean, I wrote a piece uh, criticizing my friend Tucker Carlson, who I think is the most effective voice, but he's dead wrong about the Ukraine. You can't let Putin get away with this. Um, first of all, America would not be able to look itself in the eye if it let this country just be systematically destroyed and its population exterminated, which is what the Russians are doing. Okay, let's go back and, to and the their creation. will take place. Both. Okay, let's go ahead and take take well, this uh, step. Why did why did Putin go into uh, Ukraine? What, what was his justification, or did he have one? Biden is a corrupt weakling. I mean, but. Biden is in the pockets of the of of, of the Chinese, and the, and the Chinese are in a close alliance with Russia. So you're saying, I, look, the, so, the Chinese communists could destroy Biden and his whole family in a second with the information they have about Hunter Biden. It would just destroy him. No, but they so, need him. Yeah, I know. It's a you know, collusion of thieves. Okay, so let's talk about Russia. Russia goes in. You're going. They can't be allowed to win. He can't. Can can he? Uh, you think Ukraine? Give him the Donbass and the eastern Ukraine, and it's over. That's a good deal, or no? I want to give him anything. No, you can't save Putin. He's got to go. Okay, so you're advocating. You this is going to go. War. So you're willing to and, risk war. And, and, So you're willing to risk a war, a war? I mean, you're like, Putin cannot be allowed to benefit from this. War. What are you talking about? We're in a, we're in a no, war. No, you got me there. If Putin wins, what's next? Poland? Finland? What's next? He's not going to stop. He said over and over again he wants to restore the Soviet empire. The, you know, every... every Why do you think everybody's trying to join NATO? Because they're scared. I don't. Can I use a seminar? You you do it, man. You can do what you want, David. (laughs) Anyway, people are shitless. Well, I'm. You know, this is. You know, I'm. I look at the Europeans are all scared. Well, I. You know, we we promised. Sweden was neutral in the Second World War. We promised not to expand NATO. We did, you know, it's not like it should oh, have been look, expected. Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for anybody. I'm against all flags. I just want NATO is, the reason for NATO is because of Soviet aggression. 
Then they conquered Eastern Europe and they kept those people captive for whatever it was, 50 or 60 years. Well, I'm talking- Come on. NATO is a defensive organization. You can't make Putin's line about expanding NATO. Well, Sweden was neutral when Hitler was going. But now they want to join NATO because they're so scared of Russia. Should they be? I mean, is that- They're not scared of the United States. The United States is not about okay. Finland and Sweden coming into NATO. Countries. That is because but Putin of- Putin is. That, that's from legitimate fear. They believe Putin is going to invade Finland, Sweden. Go west, young man. Yeah. Yes. 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 Why would he do that? He's just nostalgia. He's, he's doing it out of nostalgia. He just wants to rebuild. He, he, what for? Didn't you grow up on every every probably Marvel thing? It's always about somebody who wants to control the world. <laughs> you know, China's building this giant road all over Africa. They're empire builders, and they say so. They'll make bones about it. Okay, they, now I, it's I, no I don't. Secret. I don't want you to start. You know, yelling at me. I just want Even you to answer. People. I just want you to answer this question. Should we? I'm not yelling at you. I'm no, you're going. To. No, you're going to. I just want to. I just want to. You know, oh, kind of. You know, no, here it comes. Here it comes. Am I allowed not to care? You know, I, I just go and yeah, whatever. Europe and Russia and China and why Here's do I even problem. care? Yeah, am I allowed Here's not to care? You're allowed. Yes, I'm not going to bother you. Look, here's the problem with libertarians. They think people are rational. People aren't rational. And there are some people who are psychopaths, like Putin, uh, that control nuclear weapons. It's a big problem. So, but the U.S., you don't fear us having, like, mind in charge of the box? So you're you're not concerned about the psychopaths? I don't, I don't, what? You're not concerned about the psychopaths about in what? America? I sure am. So I yeah, see I'm just not I'm looking for oh, the solution. Have a, have a, we have a political system. There is no solution. There are only problems. Well, so, so your solution, one, is that uh, a regime change What's in Russia. What's Well, I don't think that he has to demand it. All he has to do is buy it all. If Ukraine wins the war, Putin will be gone. There are a lot of Russian oligarchs and generals who would have an interest in getting rid of Putin. He's... Isolated Russia, the whole so world is, hates them. How is Ukraine doing? Are they, you know, it's, it, who do you believe? I mean, all of a sudden I got troops surrendering in Maripol and I, you know, who's winning? You know, who's uh, going to win? That's a good question. I don't know. I hope it's the Ukrainians, but I don't know. Well, it, it, I, I'm not know, feeling I'm it's Ukrainians. It feels like, be. you know, we are already at the world war is with a Russia. Very dark place now.
Yeah, I'll go ahead and turn my video off, too, because it looks like we got a bandwidth problem, and I want to be able to hear you. Okay, go ahead, and um, I'm just going to go ahead and turn the band, the uh, uh, video off, and we'll run your slides. Okay, now, so, David, um, what do you think is going to happen in the Ukraine? You don't want Putin to get any kind of win. He, I, 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 I take him seriously. I mean, he's in now. You know, he wants to get... The Dumbass at least oh, in Crimea. Now yeah, what? He, he, he can't have an inch of territory. I mean, I hold Biden responsible for his weakness and his dilly-dallying while, while they were building up that military on the Ukraine border. We should have been in there then, a year ago. Uh, After- anyway, I don't like talking about this. Well, you know, it's, it's, you know what, how it plays out is from hell since I've been born, since you've been, you know, an adult. I mean, covering the Cold War from the 50s and the philosophy of, you know, the new left, the neoconservatism. We get into all these campaigns from Daddy Bush to, you know, the Clintons, uh, Baby Bush, Obama, Trump, you know, all this stuff. It's just now and now Biden. And I'm going, I've been through this before. I'm old enough to have gone through all of this before. I can see, you know, it's a repeat of history, and they're using um, war to justify getting more power. Now they got pandemics and health and safety. It's always health and safety, health and yes, safety. Yes, they are, but that does not look. What you're saying is right, but you're leaving out the spectacle. Uh, this is a, such a, uh, an inhumanity, what the Russians are doing, targeting civilians, wiping out whole cities. You're supposed to fight the military of the other side. So th- th- this is a descent into barbarism. And, you know, to stand by and just watch it happen and let it happen, it's going to affect America's ability to have its self-esteem in the first place. But our ability to fight the ne- the next war that we have to fight. Wow, the, you know, okay, it, it, the idea that well, if you have pride in your country, if if you stand by while a whole nation is destroyed. Okay, an can I have? Can, I want to ask you a question, Russia, David. Russia just, can I have pride out. in a country that doesn't get involved in other continents' business? Is that is that even possible? What happened? You there, David? I don't know what happened. I don't have any sound. I have to stop the recording. There okay. we go. All right. Now, this is the point that I'm trying to get to, is that you are experienced in having the um, view from the left, the Marxist, trying to give more and more power to um, less and less power to the individuals, which in my philosophy is the whole purpose of government that's why this show is called declare your independence the whole purpose of government is to pro- to protect the rights of the individual when it doesn't do that it's time to alter or abolish it's your right your duty yeah, but so, the left hates individuals left is interested in groups okay so as an individual i choose not to support taking my money and my children to go fight more wars. I'm like, I don't need another war. Yeah, but Putin's different. How is he different than any other despot? And where is it our responsibility to go halfway around the world and get you know, involved in no, other wars? 
If you were one of the people he poisoned, <laughs> he's a gangster. Gangsters are different. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I understand your point, and I'd like to have that option as an individual to maybe I want to go. Maybe I want to be a mercenary. Maybe I want to get paid. Maybe I just, I'm Ukrainian. Maybe I just don't like bullies. But for my government to make the decision for the people and me that we are responsible over there, I don't see it. You're an anarchist. Absolutely. (laughs) I I didn't have an argument with you, except, you know, you're going to lose. Lose what? You're grateful to be in America, which has a lot of latitude. I would, yeah, I, you know, I, well, America yeah, probably better. You know, to, yeah, on you, you should be happy that we have a volunteer army now. Well, I mean, it's not what, very what, voluntary what, what if they're sending me to Iraq. I mean, aside from if if it, if the Democrat communists weren't in power, um, you, you'd have a, America would be the perfect place. You wouldn't have to serve in the military. You wouldn't have your life controlled. It was not. It was Democrats that locked down everything. Uh, you know, and that, that the lies really bother me. I don't know about you. Well, did you it, recognize, you know, the problems with the power given to, um, you know, uh, government on health and safety and them going to the who? Yeah, Fauci and- killed half a million gays in the... I, I did stories on AIDS. Yeah. They lied. Yeah. They kept from the gay community why what was causing the uh, what was causing AIDS. But these are the same people I'm supposed to believe are telling the truth for me to go to war with Russia. I you know I you Look, know. You, listen, the problem <laughs> the, the problem goes back to the Garden of Eden. People are fucking crazy. They they want to do evil. You can't trust them. They lie. They cheat. They steal. Um, you know there are good people, but there's so many bad people that it's never going to be a, a happy place. So the well, David America's as happy as it gets. Well, the David Horowitz Freedom Center. We're one of the only countries that actually doesn't want to go to war because it's a happy place. There's well, so I, much I opportunity. You can get into your bus and drive all over the country, and people will leave you alone. And you ah, can... They don't want, man, you pull over for secondary inspection and diesel $6 a gallon. I mean, it's not as easy. But the David. Well, you, you got it. That, that's a complaint you have to have with the communists in Washington who are attacking fossil fuels. Well, let's, let's go with the David Horowitz Freedom Center. The Freedom Center was created by you and your supporters to accomplish what? What's your primary focus? Defend free societies uh, against their enemies at home and abroad. So free Um, societies, other countries, or America? Pardon? Well, there are very few, but yeah, I think Western Europe is still relatively free. Israel, United States... But you came from a Jewish background, and Israel uh, has a soft spot for you. Are we really state 51 kind of thing? I mean, what, what's your role, uh, you think, uh, U.S. and Israel? I've never been to Israel, and I, I'm a deracinated Jew, as you could expect. All radicals are deracinated. 
deracinated. I'm not familiar with no that. No roots. No roots. Means cut off from your roots. Oh, got it. He Got it. So now, you're, do you have a, another? Uh, your most recent book. We want to talk about that. But what other plans do you have? What are you going to be covering in your books upcoming? My next book it should have been out in May, but the supply chain screwed it up. Um, it's called the Final Battle. Why the ne- or the next election may be the last. Could be the last. The Democrat Party is out to create a one-party state. Everything they've done in the last 10 or 20 years is is to further that purpose. Beginning with the demonization of Republicans. Donald Trump is not a white fucking supremacist. This is so stupid. He was a liberal and even won... uh, uh, an NACP award awarded by Muhammad Ali to him and uh, Rosa Parks. And yet the Democrats have tarred him with the brush of being a white supremacist. And all Republicans are alleged racist. And this piece of shit in the White House is every day he's attacking Republicans as racist when he is the biggest racist in the country. Do you do you think that's being effective? Are, are they winning that? The people look at you know the Republicans. No, but he's ruining the country in the process. Like you say, six dollars for diesel. Why is that so? Anwar is full of oil. It's bigger than Saudi. No, Arabia. it's all a lie. The whole thing's a lie. COVID's a lie. The war is a lie. Ukraine's a lie. Government's a lie. The fuel's a lie. <laughs> Everything is a lie. You know, I, 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 I've been doing radio since 03. I've been an activist since 88. I've been, you know, like you, David, I've been on the, you know, out in the gutter, on the streets, on the, you know, on the picket line kind of thing, man. I'm protesting, sign-making, you know, say it, I want to know the truth kind of guy, uncovering the secrets and exposing the lies. But I'll tell you, and I'll go across the country to rural towns, talk to people, interview small-town state you know, senators, small town, uh, city council, assemblymen, whatever it is, and David Horowitz to find out what the hell is really going on, what is really going on, This the Marxist com, uh, idea of them being able to split us up and attack, it seems, the family, literally, mom and dad, where the real ethics oh, the and morality is, is that. It's unbelievable. To what I, end? To I, what? I never dreamed that they, they could go about trying to teach kindergartners that they're gender fluid and and then behind the parents' backs change their genders. It's just disgusting. I, I knew you would, 40 years ago, you would think, ah, they'd never even be able to do that in America. The fact no, that they, they're doing it is... Is why they're they're they've been capable. They infiltrated at the school level. They infiltrated at all the county positions under health and safety and shiny badges and guns. You know, but they're able to do it because why? What happened? Why, why are they able to do it? Yeah, why didn't American people reject it immediately? Uh, the first thing they did was take over the schools. Ah. And they have indoctrinated. Of generations and the idiocies of the left. Well, are we ready to abandon this? They're an embarrassment. Are we ready to abandon government schools in general, or Absolutely. do you think they'd be fixed? 
No, no, what it should be, they should voucherize all education from kindergarten to graduate school so that all the federal money that's the education dollar goes into the hands of the parents and let them create their own schools or find schools. Well, are you uh, good with eliminating uh, Department of Education in any federal? Totally. Dis- this is all socialist garbage. Got it. Okay. But, you know, all this, we probably over- overlap and agree on a lot of things, David, but it seems like, <laughs> man, you definitely are willing to use treasure and people to go to war to stop Russia from getting any ground in Ukraine, right? Well, from destroying a country, it's, you know, it's a genocide. I think you have to be opposed to genocide. How can you live with yourself if you're not? Well, that's an individual decision. You know, I I would love the... I, I you have a volunteer army. A uh, volunteer to be told where to go. <laughs> I, I give you... No, an, no. Oh, stop. I'll give you an example. You volunteer to be this. in the army. Yes, then you get told where to go. Otherwise, it wouldn't be an army for crying out to you. All right, this is what happened. You know, we go to the Iraq thing. We get the, what is it? Uh, Walk- mean, come on. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you an example. Walker Lee or whatever his name was gets Muslim. He wants to go defend, you know, the faith in Afghanistan. Before we had uh, uh, World Trade Centers, before we went to war there, he's in Afghanistan. They take him over and they go, damn, we got an American here. What the hell are we going to do with him? Make him an enemy combatant. He doesn't get protection. He's not a prisoner of war because there was no war. You know, you have someone that did it the right way, in my opinion. He wanted to go fight for a country that he believed in their cause. So he went on his own dime and went there and fought. And I'm going, peace. That's the way to do it. Nope. Hell no. You're not allowed to do that. We got to have a decision from the United States of America government to make our volunteer army to go over to Iraq, Afghanistan, now Ukraine, because, because they want to. And if I were to do it myself, I'm an enemy combatant and I'm not allowed. And I'm going... That doesn't sound like freedom to me. If I want, like you say, if I think, and a lot of people do, you know, my wife is Ukrainian. She's from Ukraine. We got friends, you know, family in Ukraine. This is not, you know, like it doesn't touch us. And some of them, in fact, want to go over or they go and help or they sponsor families to come over. They get involved. But. When 9-11 happens and people that want to do different things or fund the Red Crescent or whatever the hell else they want to do, nope, you're not allowed to do it yourself unless it has a sanction of the government or the government does it. Well, people that want to make decisions for themselves on their own, on they want to help the Ukrainians or hell the Russians, I don't care, go but not with my money or my children. So I want the freedom to be able to make these kinds of decisions that you're talking about. And you want to make sure that the government is able, in my voluntary army, to make me go fight Putin. And I'm wanting to know, what do you think is going to happen after that? Who said that? I have to explain yourself. We have have a volunteer army. Everybody in in the military, and they get benefits if they live to enjoy them, but everybody in the military is there of their own free will. So what's the complaint? Okay. I just wanted to make sure we were clear. I didn't want to, you know, argue with you. Just want to make sure you expressed yourself. Yeah. Okay. So now we have the government is going, we got to go protect Ukraine from Putin. You don't live, you don't, you don't survive even without depending on organized society. 
If you want to be disorganized and totally independent, go ahead. But don't don't demand the. It's completely unreasonable to demand of a society that's ordered and created and has structures uh, that they just bend over to the will of you know random individuals. Just be grateful for the freedom you're given. Wow, I'm given. Okay. Yes, I, you're given. I uh, I claim it. I mean, I'm I'm. I Man is not born free. Man is not born free in nature. You know, watch those survival shows. <laughs> see how be, see what it's like to live without society. Come on. Okay, let's go ahead and explore that. My big thing right what now. Do you owe, what do you owe for the benefits you have, like your bus and, and everything, and your equipment and so forth? What, Obama, a nation built it? I mean, what are you saying? It's an organized society created buses. And there was inventors. There's a lot of people who were involved. So you, you can't then say, fuck your whole social system. What you do is you look for a space to be independent. And I, I will defend your right to be independent, uh, you know, and uh, free. Well, this, this is what I'm, in this stage of my life, this is what I'm hoping for and what we're working on. Buying land, which is being a pain in the butt. Learning to build, and I want to just build my own home on my land, and I can own it and be happy. And I want to, you know, we've, we've done a lot of education on food. We have aquaponics and turkeys and goats and chickens and buffalo and greenhouses and, you know, geodesic domes that we build. And I mean, on and on and on. And I just want to be left alone to survive and thrive, homeschool my children and grandchildren, build a community, you know, that's more localized not and not have to worry about. You know, having children and my money going to start some war across the ocean. I, I want to be able to declare my independence and not need a government form. There, I'm independent. I'm good. Well, you're going to have to have to what? I, it's what I need to know. What do I have to do? What can't I do? And what's the conflict resolution of any community that I'm in? And when it becomes a monopoly. Well, you have to make concessions to the fact that you benefit in huge ways from an organized society which doesn't share your anarchist views. That's all. And you what concessions do I need to make? Where, where, you, is there, any, is there the any limit on the concessions that I must make with a government? Is there any limit? Yeah, they're going to say, you know, we need a concession of this and this and this. We're going to, you know, oh, uh, we're going to make you take this vaccination. We're going to take that's your children it. to go fight this war. We're going to take oh, the money I, that you do. I mean, where I, is the stop? I'm not for those mandates, vaccination mandates that they lie about. I'm not for that. Yeah. See, this but, is so difficult for me to understand that, you know, they're you liars need, on the vaccination, but they're to, not on war. You need to. You know, you need to go to Elon Musk and see if he'll fly you to another planet. <laughs> I just want the freedom. I probably choose to stay here, but, you know, he, peace out. He can go do that. But he's going to take government with him one way or another. Uh, you know? Sorry, we're, we're coming to the end of our conversation. I have, I have a Newsmax show I have to do. Well, go ahead and give out your favorite uh, uh, websites and how your book's doing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I like I. I think anybody's interested in where our society is headed 
now would be interested in the book I wrote, The Enemy Within, How a Totalitarian Movement is Destroying America. And the second one is called I Can't Breathe, How a Racial Hoax is Killing America. I, I believe we're in very, very dark times. We already have a fascist government um, because, of, because America has a whole history of freedom. It's, it's not quite the fascism of the Third Reich yet, but it's close. Well, I'm glad you came on. Thank you very much, David. I did. I, me. I you can see why one. I was excited. I wanted to get this string of observation that you've had over decades and to see where we are now. And I think we got, I think we, I think we understand. Between us is your utopian. I, then, freedom's the answer. What's the question for me? I go, sounds like you need more freedom. And it's always, no, you need more coercion. You have to wreck. <laughs> It's it's almost it's a kind of similar problem to the left, except you don't want to control other people, which is good. You're free. I'm going but dolphin. The utopian in that there is no solution. There's nothing has changed in five thousand years among human beings. If it had, you couldn't read the Bible or Homer's uh, Iliad because you wouldn't recognize the people. People haven't changed. You have the same goddamn problems there's no solutions um and you have to live with that with the limits that we have as human beings well i'm pressing the edge of the envelope just trying to get some more freedom and i I appreciate you helping me articulate this a little bit it was a great conversation and david horowitz i mean you just do a little search in the background to see why he has these um these positions, it's fascinating to have someone on that's been through so much of this and has shared his opinion with us. I really appreciate that, David. Hopefully your next book, you'll come on and we can talk about that one, too, in light of what we've learned. Thank you. Thank you, David. Peace, brother. Take care. Bye. Bye. Wow. Okay. This is, you know, I normally I just end the show. And I just want to, and I'll piece it together in MP3 so that we can get, we had that, um, I'll take out all the disconnection we had, internet or whatever it was on which end. But um, hopefully you can see my point. There was a delay, so it was difficult for us to have a conversation early on. So we turned off the video. But this is the thing. David Horowitz had been at this, and he's been quoted by both sides. You know, that was the point I was getting to. It's the left, the right, the left, the right, the left, the right. Which one? Why? What what, what does he advocate? Well, Putin can't have ben- any benefit from what he did. We're going, doesn't matter what we did. Doesn't matter why he did it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He can't be allowed to uh, get any advantage in his uh, aggression towards Ukraine. Now, of course, I'm no Putin fan. I'm no any government fan. So, I mean, they're all you're still voting, you know, you know, with the V for vendetta as the V. I mean, I just, look, the solution is general public opinion, not just us, but around the world, that, you know, we're just cannon fodder. You know, we're being sent in our voluntary army. You know, David, yeah, it was voluntary. You go, and then once you go, you get told what to do. And I'm going, yeah, that's one reason not to do it. Well, he wasn't for mandated vaccines. I, I guess he's not for the draft. Uh, but he is for a central command sending you into a war because he doesn't like Putin. Now, um, we didn't get too much into his Israeli 
um, connections and his family and his Jewish heritage and his, you know, leaning that way. We didn't get into, you know, a lot of other things. But um, the main thing that I, I wanted to find from him is that what and who are we up against? You know, who's using war and pestilence and famine and whatever? Because you know, here comes war, pestilence, famine. I mean, they're bringing out all the horsemen on this one. And what are we really up against? An evil, you know, a, 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 a lobbying firm? I mean, you know, what are we up against? And it wasn't very clear. I was hoping to get some kind of a clear statement of, I don't know, they them those that want to control us, but we need to be controlled enough to go fight a war for Ukraine. So I'm just, I, you know, I'm looking for some consistency. You know, that's what, you know, set apart, you know, so many different people. Like, well, say, like Ron Paul is the exception that proves the rule. I mean, you know, and to be consistent on these kinds of things and to be someone that was, you know, um, uh, touted by the left and then the right. And then it's kind of, well, what does that mean? Well, you damn libertarians, you 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 just want to argue principle all the time. So it was. I'm glad he came on. I look forward to having him on again in the future. But the reason I was excited to talk to him, and and we stopped in Vegas just so we'd have a good signal, and maybe we're targeted. You never know. But the um, the one thing that I wanted to get clear was his perspective on who's war and anti-war. Well, he goes the anti-war guys. Where'd they go? The left is gone. While he's advocating for a war, so I'm going. What's and what's the principle? Well, there, there's exceptions. There's certain really bad guys that really need to be opposed. So I'm going. Okay, well, what's the criteria for? I got bad guys all over the world. Hell, I got bad guys in counties and states here. Wasn't the Constitution to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic? I mean, I, I there's so much stuff. I'm looking for some consistency, and um, David definitely had a lot of experiences back and forth, you know, over the decades, because I remember, you know, David, I'd see him on, you know, cable news all the time, advocating for whatever, but it'd be, you know, eight years later or 16 years later, it's kind of nuanced or a little different to go on, where's the principle? So, I, you know, and, and, and for him, you know, that's a liability for libertarians and voluntarists, anarchists, leave me, leave me aloneists, and, uh, and I'd see it as a trait. We just need to argue what is the proper role of government, to send you to go fight some war we want you to. He's against collectivism, but I don't know how collective you get more than war. So it was a, it was a, a little bit of light. I'm sorry we had communication problems, but I think we got the gist out of it, what I was hoping to, to get to. But, yeah, yeah, and delays in, you know, in the visual and audio, you know, kind of doesn't help either. But you kind of see my point. This is what I was hoping to discover is there some hardcore principle that we can all agree on? Not yet. I, you know, I'm trying to find, you know, the people that I do. It's decentralization down to the individual. It's those guys. But it's no fun talking shop with you guys. Got to bring on the David Horowitzes. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in. Sorry about the recording problems. I'll try and clean it up. Peace.